I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey, welcome to Amplify Your Impact. Susan Leonardson here. I am so excited for Evolution Week here on the show. We are putting out five amazing interviews that I did with entrepreneurs where I was talking to them about how they have evolved in their business, because I have found that that is how my business has been since really since the beginning of being an entrepreneur, but especially in the last few years as I have been working as a funnel designer and really trying to find my way, find my place in the market, that my business has evolved. It has evolved fast. And if that resonates with you, if you are someone that, you know, every Every day you have a new idea and every month you go and implement one of the best ideas that you have and your business is constantly growing and changing, then you're going to want to listen to these episodes because these are entrepreneurs that are just like you that are growing quickly and evolving their businesses um, so fast. So that's what this week is all about. We are gearing up for season two of Amplify Your Impact, which begins May 4th and hope you enjoy these episodes. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Evolution Entrepreneurs. Today I have Elise Tager on with me. Elise provides business coaching to women entrepreneurs who want to go from solopreneur to CEO. She helps coaches, consultants, and service-based businesses scale and grow to their next level by providing clarity and eliminating the chaos and confusion that can occur with growth. Um, If you guys have been following along with my story, you know this is exactly where I'm at in my business, and so I'm so thrilled to have Elise on with us today. Welcome to the show. Oh, what a great thing that we're we're in sync like this. That's fantastic. Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I love it when I get to bring on people that are able to help me, but because then I also know that it's helping my audience. If it's helping me, I know it's helping my audience, and that's so, so fun. Right, right, right. So, Elise, let's just get to know you just a little bit. We we do have a short time together, but I do want to get to know how um like how did you even get into your business? What is what is your evolution of, of of your journey, if you will? So that's a great question. This is my fourth business. I've been a serial entrepreneur. Um, and the way I got into business coaching was that I was running a Facebook ads agency. And I kept taking lots and lots of money from clients who didn't know what they were doing. And I just mm-hmm. felt so out of integrity. So I, I stopped doing that Facebook ad stuff. And I went backwards into approaching people for face for business coaching, because that's where it all starts, understanding what you're doing and who you're selling it to and what your packages are and stuff like that. So that's how I got started with this business. That's interesting that you bring up how you had a, an, an ad agency and you just felt like it wasn't in alignment with, with what you wanted and how you wanted to be showing up as, as a business owner. Too many people spending way too much money and they weren't ready for Facebook ads. And I just felt horrible taking their money. 
Thanks for sharing that. Like that's, yeah. that's a really important thing for us to realize. Like sometimes we just need to shift and do something else. Totally. Pivoting's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about then what you do now. So now you, um, you coach business owners. Is that correct? I work with female entrepreneurs, ambitious female entrepreneurs who want to grow their business. And I focus on, and, and, I, and I'm the creator of the Solo to CEO program. I focus on women who are either in solopreneur mode where they are a one woman band or they're acting like a solopreneur, meaning they're still in worker bee mode. They have not elevated their head from their desk to the point where, where they are acting like the leader of a booming business. It's a mindset shift. It's a lot of changes that have to happen. And so many women in the earlier stages of their business and or who are one woman bands don't know how to get out of working 24 seven, tearing their hair. You know, there's a process that you have to go to. And I went through that myself. And that's why I decided that I wanted to work specifically with this niche of women to help them get to the next stage of their business. That's fantastic. So I want to, I want to get as much out of this and of you as possible. But I want to start with the question of like, you mentioned it's mindset. It's probably mostly mindset, but I'm sure there's some other things too that's mm-hmm. holding us back. Um, what is like the commonality? Like what's the number one thing that you're like, if you just make this change, like your world's going to change for you. <laughs> you know, most women start their business with a the passion. They want to be a chiropractor. They want to be a coach. They want to do a fill in the blank. And the first part of their business trajectory is all about doing everything, which we all have to do in the beginning. And this means that they've got their head down. They are working on a huge to-do list. They're just doing everything. And at some point, what has to change is their desire and their need to do it all themselves. That has to change for them to be willing, able and willing to start acting like a leader, acting like a business that's growing, acting like a true CEO. So, and there are a lot of reasons why people get stuck in, this, in, this, in the worker bee mode. Some of them are, you don't know what else to do. You don't know, I mean, you're so busy doing that, that to-do list that never ends. You can't see any way through it or out of it. Some of it is things like fear of growing. You know, that's a mindset issue that comes up a lot. Fear of delegation, not knowing the steps, not knowing what it looks like on the other side. Um, This whole thing came out of my experience when I was running uh, an online media buying agency. I was, um, I had a staff of five people, but I was acting like that, that solopreneur. So I had my head down. I was way too into the business. I was doing all the things, even with my staff of five. And part of what kept me there was I didn't understand that if I stopped doing the worker bee stuff, I didn't know what I would be doing. So I sort of clung to that because that's all I knew how to do. That's the only reason I, that's how I knew how to behave. And so I hired a business coach to come in and help me see that there's a whole realm of business life that is other than being the worker bee. So what, what did that look like for you then when you made, when you had to make that shift? Um, what did that coach help you figure out? Like, 
if it was like, I, I don't want to let go of these things. Cause then I don't know what I'm going to do right. with my time in my business. Like, what is yeah. my role going to be in my yeah. business after that? What did you, for you personally, I'm sure it's different for, for everyone, but for you personally, what did that look like? What did you ultimately figure out your role was? And, and what did that look like? Well, the role that I had to grow into was understanding that I had a staff of five people who needed better training. They needed guidance on what they should be doing. They needed leadership. They needed um, a path on what they would be doing to grow in their own role. And so I had to be willing to step away from being the customer facing the, you know, I had to, I'd be willing to put my energy into developing other people rather than developing me, you know? And so some of the things I grappled with were things like, I just love doing the work. I love doing the media buys. I love doing the spreadsheets. I love doing the customer strategy sessions. So many women get stuck in doing the work, which yeah. we all love. I mean, if we started our business, we started with a passion. We all love doing that, but it's too easy to get stuck there because if you're going to be anything other than a solopreneur, you have to step away from that and understand that you're going to have to have some kind of a team and maybe team's too big a word or it's too daunting for some people, but you have to get some help so that you are willing and able to delegate, to let go of some things. So that, that was a big deal for me is that I loved the work, A, and B, I didn't know what it would look like if I weren't doing the work. You know, what am I getting up and doing in the morning? So that was my, my path into trying having to make some changes yeah now i completely relate to this because, <laughs> as i'm sure most people do because that is you know that is why i started my business is because i love doing what i do and i can totally i know like just listening to you and i know this is something i've all i've known that i've been struggling with for a while now is if i'm hiring people to help me do the work when do I get to do that thing? That is why I started my business was to do that thing. So how, how did you overcome that struggle? Like, do you, does, what does it look like now? Were you able to just realize like, okay, I love that work, but I need to actually be doing these other things. Or do you still try to find time to be able to do some of it? Um, boy, that's a good question for me. Again, I just speak to me. So for yeah. me, as much as I loved doing the work, I realized that I, I couldn't do the work and still be growing the business. Um, how did I get out of that? I know what I, I did. And this was again, through the help of a business coach who was excellent. We all, we all have strengths and weaknesses. They're all things that we love to do and things that we hate to do. They're things that we're good at and things that we're awful at. And the first thing I did was to take a look at all the things that I hated doing because if you hate doing them, you either don't do them or you don't, you don't do them period or you do them poorly. And so I hired a bookkeeper because I was doing my own books. That was the first thing that happened. I had someone come in and help me train customer facing activities so that I didn't have to be one doing the customer service, doing the invoice, you know, reconciliation, blah, blah, blah. So I took a look at all the tasks that I was doing in my very busy day. And I started to put them into two categories. I, I do want to do this. I don't want to do this. I love this. I hate it. And I started crafting areas where people could do what I had been doing better, faster, cheaper than I was doing it. So bookkeeping is even easy to point to. Yeah. Other things, um, when I started my coaching business, the first hire that I did was not get a VA, it was getting a copywriter because I'm terrible with copy. Mm -hmm. And I know that. 
And so to be a professional, I needed to look fabulous in print, you know, so I had a copywriter come in and help me. So it depends on what, there are always things that we all don't want to do and don't do well. So starting there, the first place to start is taking a look at how you spend your time, doing an audit for a week of how you spend your time, and then take a look at what could you get off your desk. So speaking um, back, to, I have a follow-up question about the things that, you know, we, we are in our business to do, the reason why we start our business, the things that we love. Um, I think understanding like, yes, I, I liked what you said about, I had to realize that if I wanted to grow my business, I had to let those tasks go, even though I love to do them. You need to um, let some tasks go, yeah. maybe not the ones that you adore. Okay. So it's different for everybody. So yeah. And so I think one of the reasons why, and for, this is for me personally, but I'm sure it's for everybody, um, is that element of, of making sure the quality of work is what you, it meets your expectations. Sure. One of the big things that holds people back from bringing in help, right, is like, I don't think I'm going to be able to find someone that's going to do it the way that I want it to be done. And you have that right. element of perfectionism coming yep. in. Yeah. You, um, how you help people with that. So you're naming a bunch of the hot buttons that is true for every solopreneur that gets stuck in solo. Yeah. So you just said you're a perfectionist. You just said you're afraid of delegating because you know they won't do what you want them to do as well as you want it to be done. All of those fears. If you say those out loud to yourself, you hear that that's exactly why you're stuck. Yeah, so a couple exactly. things to keep in mind. One is that being a perfectionist doesn't work for you, it works against you. So what you think is perfect will keep you from getting stuff done. 80% of what you think is perfect, someone else out there is gonna think is fabulous. So you have to start learning to relax your very, very stringent perfectionist needs and mm -hmm. desires. So that's one thing. The other thing is you're afraid the people that you bring in to help you won't do it as well as you do. This goes back to leadership skills and training. And so the pro and even with contractors, they're going to do as good a job as you, you, you train them for. Mm -hmm. So if someone is coming in, in to do fill in the blank, you need to understand that you're going to have to go through a very thorough training process, which is time consuming but time consuming and also uh, training process, but also um, method of making sure that you're performing up to your expectations, which you have communicated. So this is a matter of not only finding the right, writing the right job description. So you're clear about what you want to have to someone come in to do, mm -hmm. making sure that you are hiring someone that you can trust, finding you have to be able to train them thoroughly you have to be able to communicate your own expectations so that they come up to meet those expectations. And then you have to be able to have some kind of method to circle back and make sure they're doing that, whether it's a, a weekly meeting with them or a daily meeting with them or some way so that you can help them to grow into the role that you're asking them to do. This is where you as, a, as an entrepreneur have to step into the leadership role, even if it's just for a couple of contractors, you have to do that to assure that you're going to get the same quality out of people that you would expect of yourself. So, yeah. So the whole idea is by you letting those things go, while you might be worried about the quality of the work getting done, you now you have more time on your hands because you're not doing those things. 
um, to then help you, the people that you are bringing in. Now you are spending your yes. time there in yes. making sure that they have what they need right. uh, to do it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Love that. So um, you have a, uh, an actual resource for people. If, uh, is this like a great first step? I think you have like- It a- is a great, oh, thank you for bringing that. It is a great first step. So this is a download that I have for anybody who's listening and they'll be in the show notes. And this is the five mindset issues that are keeping you stuck. Solo to CEO, the five mindset issues that are keeping you stuck. And we've just touched on some of them here. Some of them are fear of delegating. Some of them are um, not knowing what to do with your time if you uh, do let go of doing the work. But most of this is mindset stuff. The rest is tactics. So this download is really going to help you look inward and say, where do I relate to this? You know, do I, do I have a fear of delegating because it won't be perfect? Do I have a fear of letting go because I don't know what is, what I'm, you know, I like to be needed. So there are five steps in five mindset issues that if you download, take a good look at your own business and your own self and see where you fit into this. That's what that does. That's perfect. So we will definitely put the link to that in the show notes. Also, if you want to uh, connect with Elise, you can also go to her website, elisetager.com. And you hang out on Facebook and Instagram as well. And it looks like we can just search Elise Tager there as well and connect with you. Oh, and Twitter. We miss Twitter. (laughs) So um, Elise, before we sign off, are there any other final thoughts that you'd like to leave with the audience that you think would help them get started in, in entering that CEO role for themselves? I think the first step is to get, take a good look at yourself because it's the first steps out of worker B mode is all mindset. And take a look at, and this download is going to help you take a look at where are you getting stuck? Do you want to grow? What would that look like for you? Where are you finding yourself clutched around the idea of growing? That's where I would say start and then start to work on tactics and goals out of that. Perfect. Elise, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. You have been listening to Evolution Week here on the podcast, and we are gearing up for brand new season two of Amplify Your Impact that begins May 4th, 2021. So hit the subscribe button, give us a rate and a review so we can get this podcast pushed out to more people that would enjoy it. And we will see you for the brand new season two of Amplify Your Impact.